You're listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. I hope you are having a beautiful day. I am having a great, great day. I literally just got back from Orlando to special place because there's special people in that place. Now, in any part of Florida that I go to, because I love Florida, it's always a good time for me. It was like 96 degrees. So even though Atlanta was hot, I was like, damn, I think I'm leaving my DNA everywhere I go. I feel like I'm just melting. So I was there because I was actually launching a business that I have with five other people, another coaching business that is serving attorneys. And even though the business is virtual slash online, I just felt very strongly that we needed to be in the same place for the initial launch. And at first they were like, well, no, it's virtual so we can be wherever. And I'm like, mm, okay, but I'm, I'm going I'm going to be where the majority of y'all are. So I'm, I'm coming to Orlando. I'm pulling up. We met like every single week, working on it, hashing things out, doing this, doing that. And right, I want to say the week before we were to launch, we found out, so there's six of us, we found out that one of the partners wasn't going to be in town. It was a conflict with something that he already planned and he didn't realize when we scheduled the date. So we were like, okay, we can we can pick up, you know, where you where you were going to come in. That's not a problem. So out of the six of us, only five of us are what you would call client facing, right? So we were like, okay, we can we can pick it up. And then right before a week before, one of the other partners suffered a loss in their family, a death in the family. And so we were down to three. So then on our call, there was kind of like, oh, should we still, should we not? And we were like, we absolutely should because here's what's going to happen. Life happens to us all. And so while we're able-minded and able-bodied, yes, we're missing we're missing two, two that are client-facing, but we, we still move ahead. We put all of this work together. Let's go ahead and do it. But what it meant was I had to take on more responsibility and present in an area that wasn't originally mine, as well as some of the other partners. And we were like, we got it, right? So day of, I'm there bouncing around everywhere. Let me tell y'all, let me let me park that for a second. Y'all know I'll be all over the place. So I, I, back, I backslid. I can own it, right? I've been drinking coffee for the last two weeks. This hot flash is an iced coffee. It's been a great combination, right? So I stopped and got iced coffee. And so I'm bound, about to bounce off the walls. I'm like, let's get it. Getting the makeup done, all of that. And so we're ready to go. I kick off the first session with mindset. It was great. It was beautiful. Now, Here's what had happened, right? There's breaks in between the sessions. And so then when the second session started, I got a message from somebody and they said, I can't log in. The participants were having a challenge logging into the second session. So we were having some kind of technical challenges with the program, right? So then when I got into my session, my second session, um, one of the other co-presenters 
came into the room with me and I was looking like, why is she here instead of not in her own room where she was recording? Well, she could hear me, they could hear me, but I couldn't hear her. So every time she was trying to interject and say something, I couldn't hear her. So she she just squeezed right next to me and we were down sharing space in the same, in the same computer, in the same camera, right? And then when there was a session that she did by herself that she was doing for someone else and her mic was staticky. Now, I wasn't on that session because this was my chance to take a break, but now the person who's running things behind the scenes is communicating with me. So we're writing signs like there's bad static. Here's what we need to do. All that to say, we had some glitches. We had some hiccups. We had to pivot and figure things out. Number one, if we were not in the same place, we would not have been able to do that. So that was a good call. But number two, we did the damn thing. We got it done. And so for all of you, I'm a recovering perfectionist, okay? So I, I, I can move through this thing. But for all of you who are perfectionists and need things to be perfect, you are in your own way. Now, I like stuff to be right, dotted I's, dotted T's, crossed, and that would be great in spite of everything, right? We knew our stuff, and so we were ready to deliver. We knew our stuff, and so it was still great. It was still a tremendous amount of value, much more value than the people paid for. But the only way we can make something better is to actually do it in the first place. So some of y'all are holding on to things. The idea is in your mind. The concept is in your mind. You may even have it on paper, but... Listen, it ain't it ain't nowhere close to being implemented. And so nothing is going to happen with that. So now that we've done it, we're like, hey, we love this. We like that. We don't want to do this. This is how we can make it better. And then we have the feedback from the participants. This is how we can make it even better next time. You holding on to perfection don't get the opportunity to do that because the idea lives with you, right? And what happens is a lot of those ideas, they live and die with you because the one thing that happens when you are a creative person, right? The ideas don't stop coming. You will never be in a space where you don't get a new idea because that is the way creativity works. But if you don't implement any of the ideas, you start to get overwhelmed because the stuff just lives in your head. So whatever it is that you're holding on to, that idea, just do it. Put it in place. You only need to know the next step. We took a lot of little steps week by week, week by week, week by week. We set a launch date and we were like, hey, here's when it's going to happen, right? And we did it. And so now I was like, man, we did that. We should feel great. Gifted myself something for that. Now I'm revamping my own business. I have that relaunch, so to speak, that'll happen by August 1st. Can I tell y'all that I had to learn so many new things for this. So many things that feel like they're the polar opposite of stuff that I want to know, stuff that I need to know, stuff that's easy to learn. However, I was willing to be strong. You know, I always talk about being stretched in your capacity. I was willing to be stretched in my capacity and engage my left brain, the technical, the analytical, when I'm not analyzing human behavior to be like, yes, I can learn this. Okay, I can figure this out. I can ask questions. And guess what? It's coming together nicely because I just said, here's the date and then reverse engineering it. Here's what I need to do. I only need the next step. Okay, that didn't work. Let me go to this. And so the frustration, the challenges, all of that is part and parcel to doing anything that you desire to do, right? So 
This is also why I will never not tell you this. Not only, you know, I always speak about doing the work for your own inner healing, but you want to be doing the mindset work all the time because you need the grit, the resilience, the bounce back, the endurance, the stamina to move through things. This was light work to me. It wasn't that it was without challenges, but I have enough fortitude in me that I'm like, we got this. Let's let's get into it. And then even with the re, the relaunch and the things that I'm doing in my own business, it's a it's man, it's it's almost like it's something completely foreign to me. And I'm sitting up like, I got this. I can handle it. Whatever it is that comes my way with this, I can handle it. What if I launch it and it doesn't go well? Then I go back to the drawing board and I figure it out, right? So let me tell y'all something else. And this this could be in business or in life. And this is, you take things so personally. There's a book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, right? He says, don't take anything personally. That takes real practice because here's what happens in business and in life. We make things about us that have nothing to do with us. Meaning, when I launch the other part of my business, if it doesn't go as I'd like it to go, does that mean that I'm a bad businesswoman? Does that mean that it was a bad idea? Does that mean that I suck at business? No, because I already have proof and receipts that to say the opposite of that. But my self-esteem and my identity is not tied to the results of that. My self-esteem and my identity are not locked up in what's going to happen. So I can nervously yet enthusiastically move ahead and just be like, hey, let's see what happens. And then go back to the drawing board if, if it's not what it is that I desire, right? And use the quote unquote failure. Failure simply meaning that it missed the mark that I like and go back and pivot, really. Okay, so you, if you have your self-esteem and your identity caught up in what people think or what people are going to think or if it doesn't go well, you've already defeated yourself. What if I had such pride or such perfectionism that I was was like, we are not launching this if it is not absolutely perfect. Oh my God, they're ecstatic. They are going to think we are a bunch of idiots. No, we are a bunch of experts. We know our shit. We know what it is that we're talking about. We're having a technical difficulty. Let's say that. Hey, hang on a second. One one of us did. We're having some technical challenges here. Hang on because I want to make sure you get this information. Just hang on a second because you know what? We're not afraid to show our humanity. I'm not afraid to show my humanity. You see, I get on this damn podcast every week and I show y'all my humanity, the 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 good, the bad, the ugly, the the all of it, right? And you label it how you choose, but a huge part. Now, let's be clear. Success is subjective, but a huge part of success is losing the need for other people to approve to validate, to understand you, right? Because if if that is a thing, then you you like I said, you you already lost. So I'll give you an example of that. I've been getting so much love this week. Like I've been getting so many messages, so much love. I love the podcast. Um, my godson messaged me. And he was just like, God, mom, I love you so damn much. And I was like, oh, okay, for what? He said nothing, just for being you. Thanks for being a light. I've been getting so much love from y'all. Thank y'all. I appreciate the love for me. I appreciate the love for the podcast. I'm only going to be where the love is. But when you're in business or when you have things out in the world, it's not always love. If I was so caught up, though, 
and allowing this to build me, then it means that when I don't get the love or when I get the hate or when I get the criticism or when I get the other things, then now I'm going to I'm going to crumble. I'm not going to crumble because the things that are outside of me don't make me, right? The thing I appreciate it. They enhance. I have such deep appreciation for y'all and such gratitude, but those things don't make me, right? So I was about to say, y'all telling me, oh, I love the podcast. I listen to podcasts. You would think like, damn, that puts a lot of pressure on me, a lot of pressure on me to keep delivering. It does not. It doesn't. It doesn't. I just get on here and I start talking and whatever my stream of consciousness is, then that's what it's going to be. Now, there are some times where I'll be like, aunt, that felt completely off for me, so I'm not going to release that. But I might feel that about a lot of them. And then I get messages from y'all like, oh my God, this really hit home today, right? So for the most part, what I do, I just start talking. I title the episode because whoever it is going to touch, whoever it is meant to touch, that's what's going to happen. It might not be you every week. It might not be your turn. (laughs) But I'm just like, if I can help one person, if I can help one person think differently, if I can give one person a different perspective, if I can help one person see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, it was worth it, right? It was was worth it. There is no pressure on me to be like, damn, let me tell y'all something. Because this is a labor of love, Because this is a labor of love, I don't be caught up in all of the analytics of the podcast. This is bad business. So if you're a business person, don't do this because I am obsessive with numbers. But for this, because this is a labor of love, I don't be in Spotify and in Apple and on Pandora and all the places like, wait, how many people listening over here? How many people listening over there? Uh Uh-uh. Because this is a passion project for me. This is a this is a service project for me. Those things don't factor in like it would for my business. Those things are not tied to my livelihood, right? A part of my purpose is service. My, my purpose is service. But those things don't matter to me. And if I got caught up in that, and if then if I start bringing in sponsors and doing all of that, guess what? You would probably lose the purity. Because now I have to... Um, oh, let me tell you about this BS product that I, I, don't, I don't really like like that. But because they're they're paying for this, I got to speak about it. So anyway, I want to keep it pure. I want to keep it real. I want to keep it truthful. I want to keep it humorous. Well, you know, I'll be laughing anyway. So there's that. All that to say, I said this on another podcast. It was probably last week. This is not your practice life. What do you need to do? In fact, this this is all this is all. Um, good because I had a video that came out today and it was talking about inspiration needs or requires implementation. I'm sure that I inspire a lot of you, but there is almost never a time when I am talking to you and I'm not inviting you to do something different. If you stop at inspiration, you know what happens? Inspiration goes away. Inspiration does not change your life. You only change your life, your business, your relationships, whatever, when you actually do something differently. So the inspiration actually needs to be implemented. You need to do something with what you're hearing. You taking notes. And I only know that because a lot of y'all tell me that y'all take notes, right? Because I be spitting bars. <laughs> Sometimes I do though, real shit. But you taking notes, you you taking notes week to week. 
Don't stop at taking notes and being inspired and saying, ooh, that's an aha moment. Damn, that hit me hard. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it instead of just allowing it to just sink into your emotions and give you, um, you know, a, a feel good minute for the moment, right? Or a reflective, a, a reflective moment and then nothing else changes. Seriously, like let's, let's, let's not be those people. Let's no longer be those people. You, it, it may be just one thing. Here's the thing. It doesn't take a lot of things to revolutionize any part of your life. You may change two things and guess what? You got a you got a whole different life because you've changed two things. So let's not make it so complex that we don't do anything, okay? Cuz I'm also a recovering overcomplicator, right? I will complicate the shit out of something so much so that I'll be like I forget what I was starting to do in the first place. That's just the way my mind works, right? So there is that. Here's the other thing. I really feel like a lot of y'all, a lot of people, but a lot of y'all, because I'm talking to y'all, don't really take the time to like applaud your growth. And apl- we're so busy getting after it for those of us that do that we don't stop and applaud and appreciate just where we are. Because you say, I'm not as far along as I would like to be. My coach told me, and I was like, uh, she's batshit crazy. She told me, she said, you are exactly where you need to be. Wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. And it took me such a long time to believe that. And she was like, you need to trust that the universe has your back. I'm like, God got mine. God created the universe. We're not, we're not going to get caught up in semantics. Um, where is it? Logistics. One of those with ICS on the end or mechanics, whatever, right? Y'all get it. But she's like, you need to trust that the universe has your back and you are exactly where you need to be in this very moment. So what if you were exactly where you need to be in this very moment? What if that were the case for you? That you are exactly where you need to be in this very moment. It doesn't mean that you don't make decisions to change where you are. But you know how they say the lessons are repeated until the lessons are learned? Some of us are late bloomers. Some of us are slower learners. doesn't mean that we don't learn. Some of us just take longer to learn, which is why it's so important to live in the lane called yours. And as they say, mind the business that pays you because my growth path and yours are very, very different. Can I tell y'all that I feel like I am what you would probably call a late bloomer? I feel like I'm a late bloomer in life. I feel like it has taken me the longest time to just get to get some lessons. And I used to be like, I could be so far, so much farther along. And I used to get caught, so caught up in why I'm not where I want to be or how much further along I could be. And maybe I just needed to be exactly where I was until I wasn't, right? Maybe I, maybe that was just my path to be exactly where I was until I wasn't. Not that magic or something magical happened, The magical thing that happened was when I really got the revelation, when I really got the understanding. It's almost like this. There are things that I share with my clients, right? I could tell them something. Let's just say I told them something last year. 
I'm planting the seed, I'm nurturing it, I'm watering it. Nothing really happens. Well, this year, they're speaking about the thing that I was talking about last year. And I'm like, what? But I have an understanding that growth, a lot of times, doesn't just happen overnight. There's the seed form, right, where it looks like nothing is happening because seeds go into the ground and die and nothing happens. So your seed goes under there and nothing happens. And you just like, man, what is really happening here? Nothing. But there's something happening underneath. And so you want to keep nurturing and you keep nurturing and you keep watering. And eventually your seed comes through the ground. Now, the thing is, you don't know the time frame for that to happen, the seed of your business, the seed of your relationships, the seed of your millions, whatever it is, you don't know the time frame for that, right? And a lot of times we get discouraged because it's not in the time frame that we would have preferred. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, when those seeds start popping, when I start blooming, and I'm telling y'all, I'm blooming now, man. It's just the most beautiful thing. You forget about all of the labor. It's just like having a baby. You forget all the pain when you see the baby. So this is just part of the process. Some of us are not mature enough. Some of us are not mature enough to handle the things that we're we're even trying to get. Some of us aren't wise enough. Some of us aren't with the right people in the right relationships. And the reason why I say that is because right relationships, they, they feel right. That's the only thing that I can tell you. I have so many right relationships around me. They are harmonious. They are harmonious. They are pure. They are loving. They are supportive, symbiotic, you know, mutually beneficial, not this greedy, grabby energy, not not manipulative, not using just places where people want to pour in. And that's everybody's come from place. We pour into one another, right? And so I have so many of those beautiful relationships around me. But you know what? I needed to become that person to sustain those relationships. So maybe my relationship seeds took a while to bloom because I needed to mature. I needed to grow and become that person. Y'all know how I always say, Personal growth precedes professional, financial, um, business, all of that growth, because this is all about who you are becoming. It's all about who you are becoming. And so who do you need to become to see those seeds come into fruition? In business, I needed to become a different person. I needed to become someone who took my business seriously. I needed to become someone who would not allow the fear of rejection to stop me. I needed to become someone who would master my craft and continue to learn and continue to grow and learn the things that would add value. I needed to become someone who believed that I was worthy to charge premium prices and that people would pay it. I needed to grow into someone to see someone else, right? Another version of me to see a lot of these things come into fruition. So a lot of the seeds that you see, they are there, but the disconnect from where you are and where you'd like to be, a lot of times is that process. So I'll go back to what my coach said, you are exactly where you need to be. And so the question becomes, is there something you need to learn? 
Is there something you need to unlearn? Is there something you need to do? Or is there, or who is it that you need to become so that this thing that you're asking for, praying for, looking for, and expecting can be in your life in a way that is, um, I want to say, peaceful and sustainable? Because Everything that glitters is in gold. We look at people who can quote unquote manifest things. We don't know how people get what they get, right? We don't we don't know that. So I don't know how you you got what you got. And so I don't I don't want it <laughs> if I don't understand how you got it. But understand, ask yourself or ask God, pray, meditate, however it is that you get answers. Sit with yourself. Who do you need to become for this thing? to happen that you desire in your life? What lessons are you currently learning? What things are being, um, you know, imprinted on your heart so that you can live those things out? And a lot of times we don't know. Everything happens for a reason. We don't be knowing the reason when it's happening, but I can look back in retrospect and be like, oh, I get it now. I see see. Oh my goodness. And there was always a light at the end of the tunnel when it wasn't a train, but it didn't feel that way at the time. So wherever you are, perhaps it is exactly where you need to be. So you need to know and discern your own times in life, your own seasons in life, so that you don't get moved outside of where you're supposed to be, right? Somebody told me something recently. In fact, it was my coach. And my coach said, you should do this by this time. You should be able to do this by this this time. Mm-hmm. And I could. I, I, I could. Technically, I could do it by this time. But I'm going to do it this time because this is the time that I'm allotted and this feels right and true for me and this is what I'm going to give myself. Now, the way to get it done, of course, I'm listening to my coach, but I'm not going to listen to anybody above my own, the wisdom of my own spirit. N- nobody. I don't care who it is, right? And so I'm listening and I'm paying attention and I'm following the instruction. However, with the timing, uh-uh, uh-uh, this ain't that, this ain't that. I, I know the timing and I'm going to go with the timing that feels right and feels true. But this has come from being in so many of these lessons in so many of these places until I'm like, uh-uh, this doesn't feel right. And when I feel, when it feels right, when I feel like I got it, I got it. And so I'm going to go with what feels right. The worst thing I could be is wrong. The worst thing you could ever be is wrong. I'm not afraid of being wrong. So, so, but I, I can't remember a time where I trusted the wisdom of my spirit and it was wrong. What I can remember plenty of times is when I listen to other people outside of myself or when I follow shiny objects or trends or did something because somebody says this is what you need to do and I fell flat on my face. So I'm I'm going to go with where the track record is and that's with the wisdom of my spirit, okay? Here's the last part of this and this this has nothing to do with any of what I just said necessarily, but y'all know the more you grow the more you grow into more, I guess, more mature versions of yourself, the more you realize like so much of this stuff just really is just, it just really doesn't matter. How can I put this? The the more I grow, the more peace I have within me, the more I feel like I'm inwardly stable and I'm just an observer. I'm an observer of all of life around me, right? And I feel like life is my classroom. 
And so when I when I look at people, you know, I'm 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 a student of human behavior. I'm just like people are so consumed with things that at the end of the day, like a lot of this stuff doesn't matter, right? And and I and I just want to spend my time focused on the things that do. Case in point, when I was at the airport on the way to Orlando, you know, they have the self the self tag bags where you Delta does where you gotta get your thing and then tag the bag so you can go drop it off. Well, the line was long and there was a gentleman in the line and I see him punching the machine. Then all of a sudden I hear, you piece of shit. And I'm like, who is he talking to? He was yelling at the machine. Then he went to another one. He was like, motherfucker. I mean, he was just going off on the machine. Sir, did it occur to you that there is nobody there? I mean, he's still banging, and then he's talking to people around him, and they're like, why don't you just get an attendant? Or or you see people whose bag tags have come out of the machine. Why don't you just get behind someone whose tag has come out of the machine? Because he he wanted to be angry, right? He He wanted to hold on to anger for something that at the end of the day is not really going to matter much. That's what I'm saying. So like stuff like that, I'm like, this man is turning red, probably increasing his blood pressure by several points over something that has such an easy fix. But when we are just consumed with life and we don't have that inner peace and we haven't done the work, this is what happens. I don't want that to be us. I don't want that to be us. I want us to be well. I want us to be well. I want us to be well in all areas of life, okay? There was some wisdom in there for you. Find the nugget and implement it. I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful day.